Hello friends, happy Friday. Today I am doing an update for you on my social media Instagram specifically, Detox. We are two weeks in to my 30-day commitment and I'm super pumped to go through with you some cons, some pros so far, some wins. I do have lots of business stats to share with you about how not having a public presence on Instagram or Facebook has impacted my business. So stay tuned for all these updates. Let's go. Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gas Show, where you can get clarity on your calling, use your gifts for glory, and create a kingdom business. I believe that when we come together as daughters of the king, we will create true change here on earth. And we're raising up little world changers, mamas. Yes, and amen to that anointing over our lives. I believe we can also do this while having a ton of fun. You're here for PJs all day, lukewarm coffee, building passive income businesses, and using your voice for impact by podcasting and spreading your message into the world. You are in the right place. It's time to let God light our path so we can experience true miracles. Let's get pumped up for today's show. All right, let's do this. So as you guys know, if you've been following along on my journey for the last couple of weeks, I decided to delete Instagram completely from my life uh, for 30 full days. And I did that because I was just spiraling with anxiety and with thinking and with wasting hours and hours on that app, even though I delete the app every weekend, I continuously found myself in the Instagram black hole every week. And I just hated how much my phone had to be near me all the time. And it was really something that I decided wasn't idle. And that if I am continuously struggling with this and needing to break up with my phone on a weekly basis, What did it look like to truly get clear and truly lay it down and uh, see if, number one, what changed in my, my head, my heart, my mental health, my life, my presence, my habits, that type of thing. And then also what happens to my business, you know, like what happens when you don't have a big social presence? And so I've been testing it. We are two weeks in and I am bringing to you guys some really cool updates today. So the first thing we'll go through are the cons. If you remember last week, I was really struggling with still using my phone as much as I was when I was on Instagram and instead I was going and checking the news. Well, the news has still been insane as we know, but I have not been checking it as much, which is such great news. And that's really awesome. Um, Also, you know, Brooke Jefferson, who's one of my friends and prior clients, had a great recommendation, which was to link my Fitbit watch to my phone calls and my text messages so that my phone could be in a totally different room and I could still get alerts for emergencies because my boys are back in school and I just didn't want to miss anything. So now I have my watch synced to my phone and I only get phone calls and texts on my watch, my Fitbit. That's been a game changer because I really don't care where my phone is and I'm really feeling so much more separation, which makes my heart so happy. (laughs) Like I don't want to need my phone, you know, like I don't want to be available 24 seven. I just need to know if there's an emergency. So that has been so great. I am still working on intentionally leaving my phone in a specific place so that you're not, so I'm not carrying it around with me because that's something I want to break up with. Like 
forever. So I talked about having the phone baskets in one in my office and then one in the living room slash kitchen area. We already have one in the kitchen area. I already have one in my office. So it's the habit though, like creating the habit of putting my phone in the basket <laughs> so that it's like out of reach, out of sight, out of mind. So just some phone updates for you. Um, one other con for me is that I'm just missing some updates. You know, I have some friends who I love their stories. I love to follow along when they share stuff. So I am kind of missing some of those updates, but the crazy part is those are the friends that like text me anyway. So it's really hasn't been that bad. I've also had a lot of emails or in Facebook Messenger, which still is installed, and I check Facebook on my computer a couple times a week, about, you know, two times intentionally, and then I'll just quickly pop into my Facebook groups like for five minutes a day to make sure my students are doing well, all of their homework is being graded by my team, etc. So when I pop over there, I've had some messages saying like, oh man, we miss you on Instagram. So I thought that was interesting as well. Like, hey, at least they like me, you know? <laughs> at least I am missed. That's it. Like, that's all I have for cons, you guys. It's just like, and you should see how long my pros list is. So let, let's swap over there. So what has been going on on the positive spectrum, on the positive side, because of this detox, this Instagram social media detox? Well, the first one is I have hit, again, all of my habits. So I have this habit tracker, like I mentioned last week, and my goals are... You know, mornings with God, I spend an hour with God, three liters of water. For, uh, I've been doing 45-minute workouts. I'm kind of doing a variation of 75 hard. I'm calling it 75 soft. I know that's not a thing, all you 75 hard people, but like I just needed a new challenge, a new goal for myself during this time. And so I'm actually just doing one workout a day. It's 45 minutes and I'm not doing a gallon of water. I'm doing three liters. If you don't know what 75 hard is, just Google it. Anyways, so I'm doing like 75 soft. I'm on day five and it's been great. So my other goals are 10 minutes of a book every single day, 15 minutes of specific focused playtime per kid every day, and then hitting my macro bubbles. They're not really macro, they're goal, goal bubbles that me and my dietitian set. And like, I'm just hitting every single goal. I'm hitting every single habit that I set for myself. I am busting through my Q3 goals that I have set. Like I have so much more time and I'm so much more productive. I think that's the coolest thing that I'm re realizing about this. It's almost like your my fog, this fog has been lifted from my life and from my eyes and from my work. Like there's nothing ever tugging at you. That is why I believe that we are not uber productive in the time that we do have to focus on our business is because there's something else constantly tugging at our attention, which is social media, period, end of story, done. Like any notification popping up on your phone is pulling from your is pulling from your focus. You know, it's pulling from your productivity. Anytime we post something on social, we want to go see if it's working. We want if we message someone, did they message me back? Like there's just so much like distraction that's tugging at you, that how can we truly get things done with focused attention effectively and efficiently? And that is what I'm really noticing is like I can bust things out in like a three quarters of the time that I was before. It's just 
amazing. The amount of things I've been able to get done, which feels great because I want to get the things done so that I can lay work down by four o'clock every day and like really be present with my family. And I've been able to do that. And then the great part is like when we lay down to watch a family movie or we go outside to play baseball or we go on a family bike ride or we were playing Yahtzee the other night, you know, like I don't remember the last time we played Yahtzee as a family. It was so fun. Um, I don't need even, I don't even care about my phone. You know, I'm not looking at for it. I'm not looking at it. Like whatever, you know, I could care less about it. And it's really created this amazing separation. Okay, next uh, pro, and then we're going to get to the business numbers. As I've had some really cool revelations, you know, it's crazy to think that three to four short weeks ago, I was in a complete spiral about if we should move because I was worried about the safety of my city. I was worried about, you know, the po- the political agendas of my state. I was worried about like, all of these things happening with enforced to this and enforced to that. And like, just, I was just in this black hole of worry and fear. And I know that worry and fear are not from God. Like, I know that y'all, like I teach that, like I talk about it, but yet we constantly find ourselves, um, you know, tricked, I guess, by, by the world and by Satan's boring tricks. And here we are again, like believing them. So we went to Tennessee with the intention of checking it out to move there. And it was amazing. There are so many pros about Tennessee. It's awesome. But like, it just didn't really feel right. And I still was worried. I was still spiraling and all of these things. And so one of my intentions through this social media detox was like, Lord, I'm just looking for answers. You know, I'm looking for revelation. Like, where do you want us? Do you want me here? And if you want me here, like things have to change, you know, things have to change in my, in my city, in my state. And I need to hear from you. You know, do you want us to move? Do you want like whatever? So I had all of these questions for God and I laid them at his feet. I was like, I'm doing this, this social fast. Like I'm, I will have time. I'll have space. I'm committed to being with you every day, Lord. Like, please give this girl some revelation because I am driving myself and my husband. Okay. Real crazy. He's like, you are on another level. Anyway, so What's so cool is like this week, you know, God's just really brought me so many answers. He's brought it through friends, through mentors. He brought it through my church this week. Um, he brought it through a book. Oh my goodness. I'm going to share a little, a little snippet with you of this book I'm reading as well. And all of these specific answers from God were I'm calling you to stay. I'm calling you to be the light and I'm calling you to fight. I'm telling you that you are the hands and feet of Jesus Christ and that you have a part to play in the revival of this place, in the cleansing of this city and in the changing of hearts and in the salvation of people. And if if I know one thing, it's that if I'm called to be the hands and feet of Jesus, I am not called to run and hide. And that's exactly what I was trying to do. And it's so easy to do. But you know what? I am stronger and I am braver than that. And I have the Holy Spirit within me who will fight these battles for me and with me. And I don't have to be afraid. And like that just really hit me this week, which brought so much peace because I just wanted to know, you know, what he wanted for our lives. And I got that answer, which I truly believe when we lay something down that is a idol in our life, that is something that we're putting above God, any addiction you're putting above God, let's just get that straight right now. And you lay that down and you let it go. 
God will replace that with something better. There is fruit in our obedience. There is favor when we decide to listen to the tug, to the feelings that we're having. And oh my goodness, like it's week two and I'm already getting gifts from from God, like answers and peacefulness. And it's just so, so cool. So that is super fun. And I just want to read you guys this little part of this book that really, really, I don't don't know that I'll read it, but I'm going to recap just a little bit of this here. Um, One part of this revelation for me, I... With 75 soft in quotes that I'm doing, I'm reading Christine Kane's book, How Did I Get Here? And I've had this book for a while. And like, to be honest, I was like, eh, you know, it's not like changing my life. I mean, it's good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, I don't know. Well, I'll just read this, you know, because I never finished reading it. Well, what is so crazy is I'm like asking God for these answers as far as moving. And I get to this section of the book. It's around page 163-ish. And it's talking about the Christian bubble. All right. Any of you been hanging out in the Christian church for a while or you've had the, the Christian religion, you know what I mean? And uh, what we really do, we start to do as Christians is like hang out with other Christians and we start to point fingers at the world, you know, like, oh, I can't, I can't be part of that. You know, that's of the world and, and that's evil and dark. And I'm going to stay over here in like my really safe, happy corner. And we all do it. And I totally get it. I'm guilty of it. Obviously, we were going to move, you know, like that's how much we want to avoid being uncomfortable. That's how much we want to avoid things of the world. But what's so interesting is in this book, it talks about the fact that we all go into this bubble, okay? And we decide that we should hide in our little bubble and it's much easier and we're just going to hang out in our bubble and that's okay, you know, great. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to hang out with all Christian people and move to a Christian city. We're going to go to a Christian school. I'm going to read Christian books. I'm never going to hang out with anybody who is not already, you know, a Christian. Like the world is terrifying and it's scary and it's dark and we want to run from that. So we get in our bubble and that's where we live and that's where we stay. And where it just really punched me in the dang face, I mean, punched me, you guys, is in this book, it talks about, um, you know, Jesus and Jesus's last words as he's hanging on the cross. He pauses and says, go therefore and make disciples. And if we are to fulfill our purpose, then we are to go where we can make disciples. And that will never be at arm's length. Oh my goodness. We'll have to break out of our bubbles and go. Jesus wants us to go into the world where he sent us, anchored to him to help other people become anchored in him. Oh my God. Y'all like this just totally popped my bubble. (laughs) Like for real. I'm over here living in a bubble, wanting to move to an even bigger bubble, you know, like wanting to protect and protect and protect and protect. And I'm forgetting that like, I am called to be the salt and the light. One of my favorite verses is Matthew 5:14. You are the light of the world. And if I am the light of the world, I have got to be the change maker. I cannot hide. I have to fight. I have to rise up, right? And I am given strength and power and authority because I am saved. If I am a daughter of the king, I think that I have enough authority to fight, you know? And there are battles going on in, sp- in the spiritual realms all around us. Whether you believe that or not, the Bible says... And I know that to be true because we experience them on a daily basis. And so 
why this was such a revelation for me, it was you are called to be where you are. You are not called to run. You are called to fight and rise. And so I read this book and then the very next day, we go to a really awesome meeting at my church, which we're personally invited to. And we're going to be doing some really cool stuff with them as, as more of a leadership team and getting more involved with some of their really cool initiatives and giving to some awesome things in our city that are literally bringing kids to Christ, literally changing hearts, literally planting churches in a 48 hour period of time, guys. And I was like, God, I hear you. So just so cool. So much revelation. Huge fan. So yes to all of this, um, you know, I've so, so, so all that being said, cool. Like this sounds so amazing stuff, but like, is it hurting your business? Right? So let's just, just quickly, we'll end this episode with my business updates. It's been two weeks of this full out Instagram detox. I have not gotten on Instagram at all. Not one time, nothing. If you've seen anything happen there, it's my team, which I've also told them not to get on there. So hopefully you've literally seen nothing happening. I have gotten into Facebook, but only to check my groups. And that's been five minutes a day. Seriously, like I'm not there. And I never post on Facebook anyway. I don't care about Facebook. So without me doing any type of organic publicity, I'm not sharing the stories, right? I am not pushing out any type of organic content. Okay. Um, my podcast has grown and I'm also not doing anything differently than I was doing the two weeks prior. So what I'm looking at is the two weeks prior to me starting this Instagram detox, any type of marketing that I was doing, I was already doing it. Okay. I was already doing it four weeks ago. So nothing has changed. We are truly comparing apples to apples. The two weeks prior to my social detox versus right now, two weeks in my social detox. These are the numbers I'm going to share with you. The podcast. The podcast is up 12% in the past two weeks. That means that my show has grown. It has grown with the same, you know, marketing, the same amount of Pinterest shares, whatever, whatever. Like it's grown 12%. My revenue, this two weeks versus the two weeks prior is up 40%. hilarious. Now, granted, like, you know, my business goes up and it goes down. Like I don't have revenue all come in in one in like each week. It's not the same. So that one, take it with a grain of salt. But I think that's pretty cool. My email list held. It held. It was 10 people difference from the two weeks prior to this two weeks where I'm in the detox, which is pretty amazing. And uh, yeah, so overall, there's been growth. There has been growth. There's been exponential growth in my revenue without any change in marketing. Same marketing the two weeks before, same marketing this week. There's been growth in my podcast. Amazing. And the list held. So, so far, so far, the answer is you don't need social media to continue to increase your business, Instagram specifically, which is so freeing. It is so freeing. That's all I got for you. I hope you have a great weekend. I will meet you back here next week with more episodes. I would love to hear from you. What do you want me to teach on next? Where are you stuck? Give me specific things that you guys are looking for. You know, I would love it even more if you would go to stephaniegass.com, scroll all the way down and leave me a speak pipe message. Tell me what your question is. I will, I will air your question and answer it on my podcast. Leave a testimony. I would love to feature you and your testimony right here on the show. So get on over to stephaniegass.com and leave me a speak pipe voice memo. It's all the way at the bottom of the homepage. 
And if you guys are ready to take the leap with me, come on over and check out the courses that I offer and what it looks like to coach with me at stephaniegass.com. God bless. I'll see you next week. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. Pretty please. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys, every time that I see that this show has impacted your life in some way. So if you'll do that for me, I would be super grateful. The second thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Stephanie Gass. I'll share you in my stories and then together we can share the love. God bless you, sis. 